hiphopsyndicate.com. Your one stop for all your unhealthy obsessions. Breaking news and in-depth reviews on all of your favorite movies, music, TV shows, podcasts, comics, books. Popsyndicate.com. Monday on WKRP, it's a rip-roaring rip-off. We've been robbed. My space has been violated. Congratulations, it's about time. Then, Redwood brings home an unexpected guest. You gotta get that stiff out of the house. With hilarious results. Madam, you are overreacting as usual. It's all happening Monday. This is CBS. The impact of the president's speech at 11. The following program was recorded on an earlier date for presentation at this time. This is Thumbs of Fury with Mark, Dave and Dustin, three brave men who dare to punch pop culture right where it hurts. The upper level incisor. The Thumbs have one thing on their minds today, Indiana Jones. First, Dustin and Mark crush the kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Then Mark rolls a giant boulder over the re-release of the original films in Young Indiana Jones Volume 3. Are you ready? It's fun time. It is Thumbs of Fury episode 10. Just gonna bring it back up. Focusing exclusively on Indiana Jones. I love Indiana Jones. As do we all. So, um, well, let's go to our special correspondence in the field then. Let's just get right to it. What do you say? Okay. All right. No. And go ahead. Legend says that a crystal skull was stolen from a mythical lost city in the Amazon, supposedly built out of solid gold, guarded by the living dead. Whoever returns the skull to the city temple will be given control over its power. You will help us find it a simple yes will do so we will do this old-fashioned way put your hands down will you you're embarrassing us
we just left the uh, Douche Central Mall, aka North Park in Dallas. It's one of them, yeah. Home of some of the more annoying people, but yet very rich, very wealthy. Yeah, I would say the screening was full of quite annoying people as well. Not so rich, but equally as annoying. Douchey in a whole different way. Yeah. Uh, these the pompous are, Dallas Press. Yeah, exactly. And some not so pompous uh, dorky press. Yeah. But all that, I suppose, is irrelevant um, because we just went and saw Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, the fourth Jones, Indiana Jones film. Uh, they pretty much did it back to back right after the third one. Right, exactly. They just waited to release it now. Yeah. Don't build up anticipation, you know. <laughs> Uh, so this film uh, takes place, let's see, Raiders of the Lost Ark, I want to say it was 37. Temple of Doom was 1935. It smells like sewage. Uh, Last Crusade was, what, 39? So yeah. this one takes place like 20 years, roughly, 19, 18, 20 years. 18. After Last Crusade. It's, uh, it's 1957, and Indiana Jones is old. That's the basic premise of the film. <laughs> He old. is, but he could still uh, really beat some people up. Yeah, he does. He does still kick. Yeah. Uh, cut that out. Yeah. Good point. Um, so basically, the whole uh, the central device of the film—they're out looking for the crystal skull and the city of mysterious city of gold, the lost city of gold. For any of you who watched that cartoon in the mid '80s, yeah, the giant golden bird. Yep. Awesome cartoon, by the way. Um, and supposedly this crystal skull will unlock untold secrets and blah 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 the Russians want it's it it's very powerful and yeah we've moved on from the Nazis and now we're on to the Russians yeah because uh, we're into the cold beginning of the cold war I guess right. 57 yeah beginning of the cold war or maybe um, it's already been going on but the height of the Red Scare right the McCarthy era and stuff like that yeah uh, the Russians are led by Kate Blanchett um, with a terrible Russian accent. Not terrible Russian accent, but she keeps losing her accent. It goes in and out like certain words you really notice it. Almost like um, what's his name from Fantastic Four that played Doctor Doom and is on Nip Tuck. It's really Australian. Any, I haven't seen either one of those. Okay, so well, he lo- every once in a while you'll hear him lose a word to uh, the clicks and whistles of Australians. So. Ah, okay. Anyways, um... So, what did you think? How do you compare this to the other Indiana Jones films? Would you call it as one reviewer, one Dallas press member called it, the best film ever? It could have gone on for another hour, clocking in at what? Just uh, over two hours. Two yeah. hours, 15 minutes, I think, roughly. Yeah, we definitely didn't need a third hour. Uh, not so much. So, would you call it the best film ever? AFI's number 100? Or number well, one, I mean? Well, I would uh, have to disagree with the best film ever. Uh, I would actually have to disagree with the best Indiana Jones film ever, but I think the feeling of the film was there. I, I mean, it, it's one of those good time, kind of goofy action type films, just like the other Indiana Jones are. Right. And I think they kept the feel going. Um, I would rate it probably on par maybe not quite as good as Temple of Doom, but I still think Raiders of the Lost Ark and uh, Last Crusader are the two best. So you would say it's number four? I'd say it's three or four out of the Indiana Jones, probably four, but it's still good. I mean, it's still good, and it's still in the same vein as the other ones. 
Yeah. And I think they did a really good job with that. I think Harrison Ford still did a good job. We didn't even talk about uh, the LaBeouf came in. Uh, What's to, his name? In the in the film, it's Mutt Williams. And yeah. I don't think it's really any secret. Well, I'll put it this way. Spoiler alert. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something, so jump ahead 10 seconds. I don't think it's any, really any true spoiler, though, that he is Indiana Jones' son, Henry Jones III. Yeah. And, uh, but he goes by Mutt Williams in the film. Yeah. So he's a, he's a greaser. Uh, he rides a motorcycle. Um, yeah. I don't know. Instead of a hat, he constantly combs his hair. So yeah. That's his bet. So, anyways, back to what you're saying. Um, well, just, you know, it's, it's a little off-putting that everyone is so much older. But at the same time, you expect that going in, obviously. It's off-putting that I'm so much older. Yeah. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, that was kind of scary. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, just in general. Oh, uh, okay. It's off-putting to me. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, overall, it was a decent story. I wasn't a, the hugest fan of the end, but worked out all right. I mean, it, it was all right. Um, I didn't think Kate Blanchett was that bad. Uh, she wasn't terrible. I'm just saying her accent, accent is noticeable. It's not the best accent ever, but it doesn't take away from the character to me. Right. I think I don't think it takes you out of the movie at all. Very, um, uh, very stereotypical Russians, by the way, that they have in this film. They do the, uh, I mean, the thick accent, the, the, the dance where they kick their legs up. You know, you're almost in a sitting position and you kick your legs up. Oh, yeah. Very stereotypical Russians, which is fine because... The Indiana Jones films were always meant to mimic the serials of the 30s and 40s, you know, which were, yeah. of course, very stereotypical. Of course. And very uh, exaggerated, so I don't blame it. I thought it was kind of funny, and I enjoyed that aspect of it. Well, again, it goes with the feeling of all the other films. Right, exactly. So. Well, uh, I spent the last week, not the entire week, obviously, but I watched the uh, the first three films. Just watched them over and over back again? Back to back. Yeah, over and over again. That's all I did all day. <laughs> um, and I watched... You know, I, I'd actually forgotten that Temple of Doom took place before in the timeline. Yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I, there was so much of Temple of Doom I had forgotten. Yeah. Uh, and I, I know why now. Um, that being said, I think that for me, it's like, it, it's hard to say, like, which one's better. Raiders of the Lost Ark or Last Crusade. I think you said the same thing. Yeah. Because... I think Raiders came out in 81. I was all of a year old, so I definitely didn't see that in the theater. Definitely saw that on old VHS back in the day. But I do know I saw Last Crusade in the theater. I did, I did too. And so it, it left the biggest impression on me, but I think in some ways Raiders is better. So it's like 1A, 1B for me. Um, Temple of Doom, though, I think is still the worst of the bunch. I think this is a solid number three or two, depending on how my numbering system is going these days. <laughs> but uh, it, it's above Temple of Doom, and, and the reason I don't like Temple of Doom is mostly because of the female lead in that movie is one of the most annoying characters yes. in film history. I totally forgot. I put her out of my mind. <laughs> the film was saved by Short Round. Yes. You know, because he's actually provides some emotion, and he's funny, and he's actually an okay child actor. Um, this movie is definitely a solid number three. It has... a a lot of the feel of the other films. I didn't really like this, the uh, cinematography. I don't know what it was. They, Even though they used film instead of digital cameras, uh, which Lucas is a big fan of, they, it still felt... It didn't feel as organic as the other films. And maybe that's just the advancement in cameras yeah. and all that other stuff. 
So I didn't really care for the cinematography. I thought the acting was pretty terrible in some places. Uh, the lines were really wooden, and I think it shows that George Lucas had too heavy an influence on the script. Uh, it's clear that he, somebody else, obviously, I didn't even check to see who took the pass at the script. But I think there's definitely some leftover George Lucas lines in there. If any of you, have, you know, if you're into the Star Wars, you know that he wrote Phantom Menace and. Uh, Whereas Empire Strikes, he wrote the story and then let somebody else write the script. So he has much better dialogue. Same thing here. So it's not completely terrible. No. Um, I was entertained. Uh, it's not as good as Raiders or Last Crusade. Better than Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom would have been better had it not been for the female lead. Yes. What I think this film does right that I saw in, last, in the transition from Temple to Last Crusade and that this one does right as well is that we see... Because Indiana Jones is a type of superhero, and we always see the secret identity of the superhero, and that's what Temple was missing, was we never saw him go from professor to superhero. Yeah. You know, like, James Bond is always James Bond, and you kind of expect that. In Temple Doom, we didn't get that. It was, you know, it was just him being superhero. At the same time, we only saw one culture, uh, which got, I don't want to say boring, that's not the right word, but you expect world traveling out of Indiana Jones. And that's what this film does right, also, is we see him go, actually, from Indiana Jones to professor back to Indiana Jones. But they do a lot of world traveling, so you get all those key elements to the film. Uh, I thought the stunt sequences were great. Uh, I think they had... This is the longest car chase I think they've done in all the films. Yeah. Uh, Stunts were great. Uh, There's a couple of cheesy parts in that car chase, but, I mean, you should expect that. But there's a... Yeah, there's a thing with the monkeys. I don't think this is too big of a spoiler. It's just plain stupid. Yeah. But other than that... I didn't have too many problems with the car chases or most of the special effects either. The monkeys look pretty bad too. I gotta give it that. I didn't think they looked that bad actually. I thought I mean, it looked horrible. But uh, other than that, I don't know. I I didn't really have too much problem with the action sequences. Some of them are cheesy, but again, that's what you expect out of this. It's, yeah. Indiana Jones exactly. is not supposed to be you know crisp and everything. It's it's right. cheesy. And see, that's the thing is, I wish they had made it actually. I think it was a little too smooth at times. I think they should have made it a little more cheesy. They uh, used the let's lunge Indiana at the opposing forces a few too many times. <laughs> Especially in the car chase. Yeah, he did that about four or five times, I think. Over separate car chases, too. He yes. Did uh, the first time was really cool. They're in the middle of Chicago or somewhere, I guess. Yeah. Somewhere, some New England town, and there's a car chase, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think, I think these, that was New York, actually. Well, that's where they flew out of. Oh, uh, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't look like New York. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they relied too much on CG. I think they should have gone back to the practical effects a little more. Although it was nice to see practical sets, which lent it um, an older feel. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, I like the film. Def- I think it's a thumbs up uh, for me. Not not a flaming. Not nowhere close to flaming. But it's a solid movie. Um, you know, if you're rating it amongst the blockbusters of the summer, uh, not as good as Iron Man. But still uh, a thumbs up blockbuster. Yeah, I'd give it a thumbs up, too. I, yeah, it's it's pretty tough between that and Temple, but see, I have one A and one B and two A and two B because I think they're about the same for me. Mm. I, I know the female lead beat you down, and she beat me down too in Temple, but I don't know. I still think the story was maybe a little better in Temple than this. Well, one. I think I think it, you're absolutely right, and uh, Temple was much darker, and I was fine with that, and I didn't mind that. Yeah. I actually didn't mind the the center of the story. Yeah. But for me, she beat the film down so much. She dragged it down with being... The, the advantage this film's always had is they've always had strong female leads. From the blonde in Last Crusade 
uh, to Karen Allen in in this one and in uh, in Raiders. Yeah. And she was, and then there's maybe said Kate Blanchett in this one as well. And she was a complete opposite of all those characters. And she was constantly like, Whiny. she was like Lois Lane. Yeah. You know, just completely useless. Yeah. Well, so. this isn't really, I guess it's not really a review of Temple. Well, still, if we're comparing the two, you know. <laughs> That's true. It's still better than Temple, I think. But uh, just if Temple would actually be better if they were to go in and do a George Lucas re-edit of the film and remove her from the film. That'd be a little hard. Yeah, maybe. A little hard to do. Maybe replace her with a Tauntaun or something. <laughs> with Jar Jar? Yeah, maybe, maybe Jar Jar. <laughs> she was definitely the Jar Jar of Temple of Doom. That's true. Of the whole Indiana Jones series. Jones series. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Cool. Uh, so, all right. Um, I think our next, well, this is an Indiana Jones themed show. and uh, The other part will be in studio, I guess. Yeah, and that'll be taking on the Young Indiana Jones uh, Volume 3. And then the re-release of the first three films on DVD because we needed those again. Oh yeah. And I should mention that if you've watched the Young Indiana Jones, there is actually a reference in this film to that series. He mentions Pancho Villa uh, that he wrote with Pancho Villa, yeah. and that actually is one of the pivotal events in the first volume. If you go rent the sh- the show, and it kind of sets him off along the path of World War One. And there's a small Easter egg allusion to uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark in this film too. Oh, there is absolutely. Which you yeah. may miss if you blink, mm-hmm. basically. Absolutely. So, all right. And there's some great stuff at the end of the credits. <laughs> yeah, stay at the end of the credits. Breaking the news now. Now, 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 now. All right, so. What was that? I don't understand what he said. Don't worry about it. Paul's a little unintelligible. Right. Um, after we, The day after our uh, special correspondents saw the Crystal Skull, yeah. uh, you and I found out that apparently Harrison Ford and George Lucas both have been talking that. And it's, of course, it's quite obvious from the film that they want Shia LaBeouf to take over the indie franchise. Yeah. I guess it would become Mutt Williams in Raiders Mutt. of the Lost Treasure. <laughs> Mutt Jones. Mutt Jones. Um, they can't keep the name Indiana Jones if Harrison Ford is not going to be the lead. That's what I think. And honestly, there's no appeal to the name Mutt Jones or Mutt Williams or Henry Jones the Third. There's no appeal to that. I agree with that. Maybe they'll make it like Indiana Jones Chronicles. Mutt goes, Chronicles of Mutt, Mutt goes Boy. to the Secret City or something. It's <laughs> a long title. <laughs> it's like a novella, just yeah. to know what's going on. And on top of that, despite the bad name, they should give him given him a state name too, like Texas Jones or something like that. Probably. But um, is Shia LaBeouf really a good enough actor? I mean, he's a decent actor, but is, no. is he magnetic enough like Harrison Ford? To really pull off a leading role like that, I don't think so. He doesn't have that same swagger to me. He's okay. Well, you know, and of course, I guess as we talked about in the review, uh, us that was our special correspondence in the field. Oh, was it okay? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Never mind, man. This will be my own. Let me go ahead and review review it all. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll go for it. Um, I don't know if we talked about this or not, but there's a lot of stuff missing in this new one anyway. But yeah, it was a good movie. But you know, I don't know if. LaBeouf, or whatever his name is, can pull off the, uh, I don't know, the witty humor that was missing from from this particular Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they really need to bring that back in the new stuff. To me, he didn't have that charming swagger that it Harrison did. Ford had in the original. Well, and Harrison didn't have it either. And though, no, Harrison was one. a complete nerd in this film, almost. Well, yeah. he only has so much swagger left at 95. <laughs> yeah, but they should play him like uh, Clark Gable, or, you know, back in like those... He should always be that... 
nerd slash ladies man and he was not he was barely a ladies man in this film he never had that cocky swagger and he barely had any interaction the only only when he had some interaction with uh what's her name from the first karen allen yeah karen allen that was the Mm -hmm. only time that you really saw any of the humor coming out so it's unfortunate i don't think shia labeouf is really the one that needs to carry this franchise they just need to keep riding harrison ford until he's dead (laughs) basically their plan is in indy 5 which is looking very likely <laughs> that uh, Harrison Ford would take on the Sean Connery role from Last Crusade. So, yeah, I know. I mean, that's what they're talking about doing, right? Yeah. So, which uh, yeah. I don't know. He's not. He's not. I'm kind of surprised they didn't do it with this one. Yeah, I know. They, I, they like kind of allude to it at the end and then veer away from it at the end. I really but, hope they no, don't. When does this actually open? Uh, this Friday. Friday. Yeah, we had this a Thursday, special actually. Thursday. Exclusive screening for our special correspondence yep. in the field this Thursday, which for some reason Lucas likes to now, release things. Did y'all days. have press passes for this one, or just normal ones like Iron Man? We had press passes on this ah, one. Ah, good. So you actually got in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always nice. Yeah, yeah. it's always a for nice once. surprise to be able to get into the movie after <laughs> screen screening. Not even a full we theater or anything. <laughs> it was just all press. We didn't have to associate with the great unwashed. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, our special correspondence didn't. <clears throat> Also known yeah. as us. I don't know That's why cool. you're acting like that wasn't us. I should have come back from New York for that. It's <laughs> a good point. It is. It's a very good point. Now you've missed it all, and I'm probably not going to get to see the movie. Now you'll be shot in the face. Yeah, now they won't allow you to watch it. Well. So, speaking still some more of Indiana Jones, um, just briefly, I watched, I'll touch on this, but uh, they re released like George Lucas loves to do, decided to re release yet again the Indiana Jones films. Although he'd already done the special editions back in what two thousand three, two thousand four. But just, are you serious? Just, why is he, he showing up? I don't know. I didn't know he's here in the studio. He just popped. I didn't up. know he had a mic. He's a third special correspondent. Um, but he decided once again, except instead of making them giant fat special editions, he scaled them down to like normal DVD editions. That's kind of stupid. It's now called the Adventure Collection. Well, they already did the. Three pack with the extra bonus disc of special right. features. This was the three pack with no extra disc. <laughs> it was. I saw it up on your TV. It looks like a cheap uh, season of Arrested Development or something. Nice. Something like that. You know, I'm not going to comment on the films. I've done plenty of that in the re- review of Crystal Skull. But as far as special features go, look, if you don't own Indiana Jones already, if you do, there's absolutely no reason to go buy this. If it you had, don't, you should probably buy the four pack. Is that what well, you're saying? I don't know. It depends. Like me, I used to be in the special features, right? I yeah. used to buy the special editions. Now I don't care. You know, I've gotten to the point where I barely buy DVDs. But the old one's probably cheaper now. To get it probably the is. Three pack with the extra special features. So what's the point of you getting know, the scaled down version? I don't know if that's the case. I can I can examine that real quick. You can find it at a movie trading company or something, probably for cheaper. Yeah. If let's see the uh, the box set that was released in two thousand four is fifty percent off and will run you twenty four ninety nine at Amazon.com. That's the four disc. Looks pretty good. The adventure collection is thirty three percent off and runs thirty nine ninety nine. And the packaging at is much cheaper. It's cheaper. There's less special features. Really, there's no re. If it's more expensive, there's no reason to ever get this. If you can get the, <laughs> the cover four looks pack, stupider. I mean, yeah. if you can get it cheaper, then buy this one. If you don't care about special features, plus it's temporarily out of stock. So, well, at Amazon, yeah, can't really get it anyways on there. <laughs> anywhere else, <laughs> may as well get the other one. But uh, you know, so I have to give this. The, the special features were cool. There were some new ones on there compared to hey, the uh, original, but not worth it. You can pack it with National Treasure two. And sweet. get it for sixty two ninety eight. Only sixty two ninety eight. Oh, uh, that's a sweet you know, deal. But I, 
I say that the special features were really good on the what? box set with the three and mm-hmm. the special features disc. So you should absolutely get that if you can get it cheaper, especially cheaper. If it's even a little bit more, yeah. it's worth it. I think. Is it? Yeah, because now it, is this? It's a full disc of special. Features. Is a new version like remastered? No. with a new job of the huts like inserted into scenes <laughs> yeah. like they, the Star Wars ones. You're right, they inserted tauntauns, they have extra whips. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, have, Indy has four whips they going. Have, he has they have light whips. 6D surround whipping sound. Right, exactly. Yeah, they, um, I don't know. It's it's not worth I have to give this this set, this collection, a thumbs down because there's no reason that this should be more expensive than the special edition that was already released. It's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It should be cheaper. It's a cheap ploy of marketing. Exactly. You're exactly right there, Chop, Chop, Thank Chop. You. Thank you. Thank you. I haven't seen the movie and I'm right about Thank this. Thank you for that uh, New York analysis. I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, probably fun. getting on the streets of New York for about five bucks. Exactly. <laughs> so thumbs down on this just because it's not worth the price. The special features don't make it worth the it. The movies are, of course, the movies are. are good. Of course, the movies are good. But we yeah. evaluate it's only in the special features. Thumbs down. Buy the old box set. Absolutely. You're gonna buy one. All right. So let's cover our last. Buy in- it even if you're not going to buy one. Exactly. Go buy two. Uh, let's cover our last Indiana so Jones Dave. piece. This is uh, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles Volume Three. Travel back to where the Indiana Jones legend began. From master storyteller George Lucas comes the adventures of young Indiana Jones in three all-new DVD box sets. Join young Indy as he travels the world and meets some of the greatest figures of the 20th century. Indiana Jones from Princeton, New Jersey. And participates in the events that helped shape history. Go on an archaeological dig in Egypt with a young T.E. Lawrence. (laughs) Discover the bohemian world of art with Norman Rockwell in Paris. Meet George Patton as he earns his stripes during the Mexican Revolution. That guy's nuts! And travel to Chicago and learn the blues from jazz great Sidney Bechet. These are just some of the famous names Indy encounters along his many adventures. Are you with me? Then explore over 40 hours of all new special features with 94 documentaries, an interactive timeline, and video game that connect the real world history with the boyhood adventures of the greatest action hero of all time. The 22 feature length episodes were filmed in 100 cities and 35 countries around the world. Maybe next time you'll think twice about coming back. And feature such notable guest stars as Elizabeth Hurley, Vanessa Redgrave, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and Daniel Craig. They're the adventures that made the man, and the man that became the legend. The Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. Volume 1 arrives October 23rd. Volume 2 and 3 coming soon. So right. this is volume three, but it's the only trailer I could find. The, uh, so scene. we expect you to review all <laughs> will, 40 hours right now. I will do that in short. Uh, if you're interested, I had written reviews of volumes one and two uh, back Nobody late last year and, and this year. If you want Notable, to read them. Uh, side note, The Adventures of Young Chopper Dave comes out April 15th. Sweet. <laughs> Can't wait. So it's it already came out? 17-disc DVD <laughs> set with 190 hours of special features. <laughs> nice. How much would that cost one of us? Only $5. $5 Sweet. a set. I'm going... I'm not... I'm not trying to make a lot of money off of it. Okay. I'm selling it. It's not as cost. exciting as Indy. Not no, quite. I'm selling it at cost because I love my fans more than Indy. Oh, okay. Watch Dave turn out a newsletter. I never, ever liked <laughs> the Young Indiana Jones show. So, yeah, this is the series that came on in the 90s. Uh, often, it, the very first, it was a series of one-hour episodes, and then as the ratings went down, they went became more TV movie-esque. 
Uh, started off with the little kid. Um, I forgot his name, Corey something. Uh, that was all in the first volume. Extremely boring Feldman. with him. Not Corey Feldman. Sure. Uh, that would have been better. Uh, <laughs> it Sean- has both Corys in it playing <laughs> twin Indiana Jones. <laughs> um, Sean Patrick Flannery, who you've seen in Boondock Saints and Dead Zone. I haven't um, seen those. He took over he just as said you have. the uh, teenage Indiana Jones. And that continued through volume two, which was the best of the three sets, and then into volume three. Volume three is basically wrapping up volume two, which was all World War One, and he's still a spy, etc. And then it goes into common, more common adventures. This is a, the same complaint. I I don't I loved volume two. I didn't love it because I didn't. I mean, I didn't even keep it, but it was the best <laughs> of the three. It was the best, right? It was the darkest, the most legitimate stories, the most um, touching, the be- the best dialogue. Volume one was complete crap. Um, volume three kind of is somewhere in the middle between the two. They continue this trend of Indiana Jones has known and is best friends with every famous person yeah. that existed. I was going to say, I, I, I don't in general like that. Yeah. I think quantum leap pulls it off cause they only put actual famous people in it every once in a while. And it's they usually yeah, exactly. just scenes from the they past didn't always do like that. times. Mm-hmm. Force Gump well, pulls it off for some reason, just cause it's so, it's done it's so, so well. Humorously. But it's ridiculous yes. anyway. Right. They're trying to make this an action hero. Yeah, yeah. I really, I, I gave the show a chance back in the day when it was out. I used to, you know, because I liked Indiana Jones, so I right. gave it a shot. I never liked it at all. Yeah, I, I only, I, I only semi liked it. Yeah, and not enough to ever want to watch it again. Well, the biggest problem with the series is that it has, you know, the the movie center around this whole premise of supernatural or otherworldly artifacts that he as an archaeologist is searching for. The problem with the show is there is no super supernatural element to any of the episodes except one, which was one of the worst episodes. It was about him hunting down Dracula. Uh. And that was a terrible episode. It was played for humor. It was awful. Um, you know, the, and then they complete, Oh, Harrison Ford does show up as an older indie in one of the episodes in volume three called mystery of the blues doing a bookend thing on it. He was completely wasted. First of all, the story that he, it was all about him with some Eskimo dude was completely stupid. The resolution of his story was stupid. It was... It, it just got... It just went back to all this cheese. And then, you know, we are talking about a second ago, him, he knows and influences every famous person from several jazz singers to Lawrence of Arabia, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, uh, you know, Tolstoy, all these other people. And it, it just gets ridiculous. At some point, like you said, once in a while it's okay. The, the episode where he meets Zeus, it's that, just a little bit over. It's, I know. it's a little bit of jumping the shark. And they created Jesus. It was a little yeah, much. It was a yeah. little much. So he hangs out uh, with Columbus. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> the uh, the volume We're one. See him in the Tudors later this season. Yeah. Oh yeah, nice. It was a new character of Henry VIII. Uh, volume one, thumbs down. Volume two, thumbs up. This volume, volume three, thumb sideways. You know, I should say the special features are the same as on the other two volumes. There's a basically all the special features. There's no documentaries about the series. They're just purely historical documentaries, like ten minutes each. And then the very last disc has a lecture for uh, lecture, like a forty minute lecture. And this is true of all the volumes. Oh, I hate lectures from some dude from the University of Texas, and he just goes on and on and on about that period in time. I hate the University uh, of Texas even worse. And they restate basically everything you've heard up to that point. So. You know, Lucas created the series to be educational, and I understand that, but it's a little much. No, and no one likes education. 
And honestly, for the price, these series will probably cost you about 80 bucks a piece. It's not worth the price. I would say Netflix them or Blockbuster them if you have such accounts. All right, so let's have a wrap-up of Indiana Jones the movie, the new one. What did y'all both think? I said thumbs up. Yeah. Could have been been better. Thumbs up? Thumb up, not flaming. Okay. The DVD set, the new one? Uh, Thumb sideways. Dustin doesn't know anything about it? Don't know a thing about it. Okay. And the Young Indiana Jones, I give it a thumbs down. Oh, I'm sorry. I I was thinking the release. I I take that back. The... The, the new box set, set yes. thumbs down. Sorry. Okay, the From young Indiana hear, Jones sounds like it needs a thumbs down. Yeah. Young Indiana Jones, I get thumbs down. I, I give it a thumb sideways on this volume. Dustin, I barely remember it, okay. so I can't really. No thumbs. It. All right. Well, on that note, I guess I we will on DVD yet. get out of here. Uh, you can call us two one four three two nine nine eight two seven. You can email us at thumbsoffury at gmail.com. We surprisingly have received neither email nor spam in this account yet. So uh, I would appreciate no spam. But uh, I would appreciate perhaps an opinionated, opinionated You know, email. now that you say that, someone's going to sign us up for some spam. For Redbox again. Probably. Yeah. I'm going to go get some Redbox movies under our account. Thanks. <laughs> and under your credit card. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll be back in a couple weeks or so. But uh, I think we have Diving Bell and the Butterfly to review that time. And uh, Avatar um, volume season three, volume three. You might be reviewing those both yourself. Well, I'll be reviewing Avatar, but we've got a few weeks till Diving Bell. So, yeah, but I couldn't watch it. Well, you can review what you watched. <laughs> it was a little. I watched it on fast forward. We'll uh, review that fast forward later. Then I wasn't in the mood for a sad movie. It was sad. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys whenever that is at some point in the future. In the year 2000. I'll go out. Coming up next, get ready for some high-stepping, down-home excitement with Johnny Cash and the Country Girls. The King of Country sings the hits with June Carter Cash, daughter Roseanne, Misty Rowe, special guests Emmy Lou Harris, Minnie Pearl, and 28 of the greatest women in country music. Join Johnny Cash and the Country Girls next.